0: Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. Hope you're having a good weekend so far and making the most of it here. looks like we uh, probably ought to get out there and enjoy it while we can in there. Uh, looks like we're going to get a bit of a cool down coming up in the next uh, several days. So, I, Well, I mean, it is September 26th, so yeah, I kinda, you kind of expect it to get a little cooler. So it will be getting a lot cooler in the next in the coming months. So, but that's just the, the way it goes. So nah, nah, it's, uh, it's not bad out there. I mean, what a beautiful week to be outside. Um, boy, I mean, just absolutely gorgeous to get out there. and Hopefully you had a chance to get out and do uh, a little outdoor recreating, whether that was uh, hiking, fishing, maybe doing a little hunting. Yeah, that's going on. I swear this morning... Uh, it, it, I mean, it was it's so not you know I had the windows open uh, overnight and just beautiful sleeping weather. I and I swear this morning I I, I well probably probably just I don't know if, heard a few what I thought were gunshots anyway. So I'm guessing somebody was doing a little duck hunting somewhere. At least I I hope so anyway. <laughs> so uh, I hope it wasn't anything. Other than that, but that's kind of what it sounded like. So, but anyway, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, what a wonderful time to get out and, uh, enjoy, enjoy, and you know, it's, it's nice and dry and, you know, you don't have to, uh, just, I mean, not too dry, but I mean, you know, nice enough. So definitely, uh, get out there and enjoy it while you can. I, and the conditions right now are just absolutely, uh, well, it, it, with with one exception, I should say, conditions are are very very good right now uh, to get out there and and do some fishing. And uh, just looking at a you know the the fishing report here too uh, this morning, you know boy, I, you know just it is uh, it is the you know fall is just the, a wonderful time of year to go out and do some fishing. And hopefully you'll uh, you'll be able to take advantage of that because uh, right now everything. Is, uh, is doing very, very well, pretty much. Uh, looking at, at the report here this morning, you know, the, the, the bluegill bite is, is doing very, very well. Um, you're just, you know, you're looking, looking along those uh, little pieces of structure there, the channel borders and back in some of those sloughs. Um, boy, those are, uh, are some fine places to, to find, the, find the bluegills right now and find the nice-sized bluegills as well. Um and just, uh, I mean, you don't need to do anything terribly fancy, just a, uh, uh, junk a night crawler and away a you go. So stop into your bait store and, 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 maybe you can stop in if you're out in, in that neck of the woods out, uh, to, to Roscoe's Live Bait, one of the sponsors in the show. Uh, stop on out to see, uh, Roscoe there and he'll get you taken care of there with what you need to head out to Lake Toma or wherever you're gonna head to and, Find those uh, find those bluegills. Also might, uh, you know, if, actually the panfish bite in general is, is pretty good. We're going to talk a little bit about some fall perch fishing here in just a little bit uh, as well. And uh, um, the, the crappie bite is doing pretty good. Um, you know, just uh, you know, crappie minnows, things like that. Uh, um, you know, you're looking in kind of some of the same places uh, where or adjacent to kind of some of those places where the bluegills are going to be. You know, you're looking for uh, a little more structure for the crappies to be hanging out in, you know, trees and, and things like that. And uh, you certainly have your, your pick of, of those. But, you know, somewhere by, you know, by those sloughs and, and uh, you know, the little, you know, closing dams and, and things along those lines where there's going to be a little structure for those crappies to uh, to hang out in. Um I'm just trying to think, you know, of places where, you know, there's some down trees right by, you know, that that head off into some of the backwaters off the channel there, and uh, those are going to be great places to try to uh, uh, drop a line for, or at least scout out anyway for uh, for some crappie anyhow. So, um, and as far as the uh, the bass bite goes, uh, that's still uh, still doing very very well, Um, and I don't think they've moved an awful lot in the uh, the last week or so the largemouth bite is is still kind of keying in um you know along those the weed edges and, and places like that where they can uh uh ambush the, the schools of, of bait fish that are coming by. They're very the the bait fish are very active right now uh just uh, swimming around so they uh they're just keying in on, on that. Uh so you know adjust your lure selection accordingly. Um as far as the smallmouth bite goes, yeah, you know, same kind of deal. Uh, maybe you want to, you know, a little smaller crankbait of some kind or another, just uh, working along the uh, along rock piles and, and uh, wing dams and places like that. Uh, those are going to be uh, going to be great places to uh, to take a look for uh, for the bass bite. Uh, let's see here. Just oh, I had some other notes here too that the uh, the catfish bite is uh, uh, doing pretty well. Um, you know, whether you're fishing, uh, you know, a little stink, cut stink bait or something along those lines, um or, uh, you know, you find those, uh, those deeper holes that the, uh, the catfish like to hang out in. Those are great places as well. Um just a, uh, uh, gobble worms and uh, those catfish will uh, gobble that right up. So, uh, those are some options for you anyway as far as, uh, as far as heading out there, don't really have anything as far as a, uh, a northern bite goes. So, and uh, the walleye bite, um, I didn't want to overlook that as well. Uh, again, uh, some of the same places that you're looking at for uh, the panfish, you know, the wing dams, uh, those are going to be great places for the, the walleyes to be keying in on this year, or this time of year, I should say. Um, and we'll get to the conditions in a, in a moment, which I think also will, are definitely going to be benefiting. Uh, the angler here, uh, and, and that, uh, you know, whether you're, you know, you're fishing uh, just a bunch of, you know, some night crawlers or, uh, plastic worm imitators or something along those lines or, or running some crankbaits, uh, around those wing dam areas, um, yeah, they're going to be, uh, uh the, the walleye will be, uh, will be keying in on, on that as well. So, um, oh, I'm sorry, I did find some, my perch notes here too, but, uh, yeah, the uh um the perch when you can find them uh <laughs> uh they for the for whatever they're the hardest fish for me to find um and i you know i i i I've, I've got the you know I'm, we talk about where to find them and everything but they're a challenge for me i suppose that you know that's okay you know I don't generally have too much trouble finding the, the other ones but in the perch sometimes are it's always a challenge for me but anyhow the, the perch bite regardless uh, of <laughs> is uh, is is really really good right now um, and again we'll talk more about that in a few minutes but yeah it just uh, uh, they're they're working up fairly shallow uh, right now and you know and we'll get more into that but again the you know if you're yeah, your, your crappies, your bluegills, your perch right now are all, uh, uh, all have great bites uh, right now. So those are the, uh, those would be the, I guess the fish that I would be kind of keying in on on the weekend and, and certainly, uh, uh, a wonderful, uh, wonderful table fare. So you've got, uh, plenty of choices there, uh, or a, a mixed grill, if you will. You know, some bluegill fillets, some crappie fillets, some perch fillets. Nothing, uh, Nothing wrong with that at all. Mm-mm. So, and and as far as the uh, the conditions go, like I said, they are uh, are doing very very well right now. Uh, we are looking at very stable water conditions, which uh, I think benefits us greatly. Uh, you know, we've we've had so much in the past several months, so much up and down of the river and, and high water and things. Now we're we're kind of on the. Uh, fortunately, we've hit calmer waters and. Stable waters, I think, is uh, calm. Stable waters, I think, is probably a good way to, to put it here. Is that uh, uh, we're sitting at about five three right now, and you know, it, it the for it, It's it's been fairly steady the last several days, and it looks like it's going to be steady here for the next several days. Uh, really, aren't uh, uh, you know, it? It does look like there might be some heavier rain up to the north, which I'm thinking may eventually affect. Things a little bit here, but um, I guess it depends on the. Of course, it'll depend on the amount and you know what the uh, what the conditions are like up there. I know it's it's been dry here, and um, I guess depending on on the amount of rain, that you know it may just soak right into the ground and and not really affect things uh, too awful much down here. So. Um, but right now uh, at least anyhow the uh, the conditions are, are very stable as far as the the river stage is concerned uh it's it's looking pretty much in that five three five four range now for uh, the next uh, uh several days and the flow is uh sort of uh, along goes along with that too is that uh, uh, the flow is is sitting probably about uh twenty five twenty six thousand cubic feet per second here across so uh it's uh, it's definitely as slow as it's been for uh the last uh, the last several months so again that's uh, that's another indicator that uh you yeah. know it just it, it's it's one more piece of the equation that that equals good fishing <laughs> put it put it that way so and uh, as far as the the water temperature here goes uh it, it has come up a couple of degrees since uh Uh, we last got together last weekend here too, is that, uh, uh, we've, we've kind of kicked into the upper sixties again, but not terribly surprising considering the the warm weather that we've had the the last several days here. So, uh, (laughs) enjoy these sixty degree upper sixties while we can, uh, because uh, in the coming week, I, I, I think we're going to be, uh, we're going to be, uh, down well close to that uh, sixty mark by the time we get to, uh, to next weekend here so uh given uh given the forecast that I looked at a little earlier here so uh but yeah I mean right now uhtemlo is sixty seven uh, uh, at 67, uh La Crescent is sixty eight genoa sixty six lynnceville sixty eight so you know it's uh like I said it's come up a couple of degrees I don't think that's going to affect things too awful much um, you know we're gonna see uh it'll be a little warm today but it's uh it's not going to be too bad but yeah, and, and it'll be a little, you know, some of the water will be a little bit warmer uh in some of those shallower backwater areas that'll heat up a little faster. But uh um, you know, like I said, it's uh it's not going to last. We're I, I suspect when uh, uh next weekend rolls around we're we're gonna be down into the uh the lower sixties. Uh I would be very surprised if we if we weren't considering the uh temperatures that we're we're looking at. Uh, for the uh, the next several days, <laughs> when uh, when the thermostat gets turned down a little bit, so to speak. So, but yeah, the uh, the con- and the condition report brought to you by oh, uh, I was going to say brought to you by Roscoe's Live bait in Toma. Uh, I was going to say one other thing too is that uh, um, uh, I-, I mentioned that kind of at the start here that you know there was one sort of thing where uh, the conditions you know where this nice weather really didn't factor into things, and, or factor into good fishing it made it for a little bit of a challenge of course for uh, uh for trout fishing but um still got uh, a little time left there and and that's uh you know i, I today is you know if we're going to have some clouds today and and not necessarily the threat of well i mean a slight chance of rain but uh, at least some cloud cover anyway uh i think that'll that will help the angle I, I suspect it'll be a fairly busy weekend on some of the streams in the area here that uh uh, we're looking at at some uh, uh some decent weather for uh for trout fishing here and just some decent fishing in general um got some good hatches going on right now and yeah the fish are the fish are hungry um and you know water temperatures are fairly steady as far as uh as far as that goes so uh again uh you know when it does get a little warm like this you know just make sure you you know get those fish unhooked and, and return to the water if you're going to do that uh, pretty quickly there so they aren't uh, too terribly affected by it. But, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it should be a nice, and I think it'll be, like I said, it's going to be a nice weekend to get out there and uh, do a little trout fishing as well. So uh, whether you're headed over across the river to southeast Minnesota or uh, down to Vernon County or one of the other area counties here where, There's some good trout fishing, and it doesn't, you know, it's not all just Vernon County, but, I mean, there's some really good fishing down there, don't get me wrong, but there's also uh, uh, plenty of places around the area as well. There's there's some nice spots here in La Crosse County, don't get me wrong. Uh, So, uh, that's, uh, um, I I think you'll find good conditions uh, wherever you can drop a line into the water. So, uh, check that out as well. I've been seeing... uh, the last few days some posts on Facebook from uh, some of the work that the folks at Cooley Region Trout Unlimited have been doing this year and, and some of the different projects that have been going on um, that uh, that they've been helping out with and just uh, done a really fabulous job looking at uh, just sort of uh, improving the stream habitat and cleaning things up and uh, just uh, making things better across the board for For trout fishing in our our area. So uh, kudos to them. It's uh, some nice, some nice work really uh, being done, especially, you know, in the last, uh, some of those uh, were, uh, some of the projects were sort of flood cleanup from the last, you know, we've had just some terrible flooding down in, in the, like the Vernon County area here in the last, uh, the last couple of years. And some of that work was to uh, uh, clean that up and get rid of a lot of the stumps and brush and things along those lines and uh us uh put some rock in there and just just uh just some beautiful beautiful places down in there. So some awesome fishing opportunities uh, for you uh uh thanks to the Cooley Region Trout Unlimited folks. So uh conditions report. Uh again uh, just wrapping things up here too uh is brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. Again uh stop on out and see Don and He'll uh, he'll get you outfitted with what you need, whether it's uh, you know minnows or worms or uh you need some new tackle, hey, he'll uh he'll get you taken care of and he'll uh, be able to fill you in on, on the best places to go, whether it's uh, maybe uh, checking out the spots for the panfish on, on Lake Toma or maybe uh the walleye the bite over on Pete and Well, he'll uh he'll get you pointed in the right direction. So stop on out and uh and see Don. Also wanna say uh, thanks to uh, Ace of Lacrosse Sportsland. Uh, for sponsoring the show as well, and uh, I certainly appreciate uh, appreciate that as well. It is coming up on 8:22. I'm going to take a short break. And I'll be back in just a couple of moments as WKTY Outdoors continues on 580 WKTY 96.7 FM.
1: but left college without it. If you've been looking for the right opportunity to finish your bachelor's degree, you're in luck. UWL has online bachelor's degree completion programs in health and wellness management or health information management and technology. The flexibility of online learning for a busy adult like you? Go to uwlax.edu slash you. UWL
2: Extended Learning.
3: If you're a fan of Wisconsin sports, then don't miss the Bill Michaels Show on WKTY. From border to border, we've got Wisconsin sports covered. Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bucks. We'll bring you the latest on your favorite team along with expert guests. And we'll make some time for your opinions as well. Just give us a call. The Bill Michaels Show, weekday afternoons from 11 to 2 on Western Wisconsin Sports Leader. WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM.
4: WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. he'll tell you where the fish are biting just go in and ask
2: I've heard those Schumacher Kish stories over the years and the one thing that always stuck out to me was family they were always there for each other and then we had a family funeral with them and I realized Schumacher Kish knows how to take care of others too our family was grateful for that they made my uncle's celebration of life. Really, a celebration.
4: I'm Scott Kish at Schumacher Kish Funeral Homes. We'll be there when you need us most.
3: Guys, kids, you spent your autumns bobbing for apples. While you were belly up to that trough, I was hanging off the side of a boat bobbing for fish. I never did catch one, though. Years later, some guy tells me to go to Roscoe's Live Bait. They helped me find a pole, tackle, and a whole bunch of other goodies, too. Once you know it? That made fishing a whole lot easier. Fall fishing is even better when you don't fall in.
4: Cast your line as the air cools with Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma. Stop in to get the gear you need and to find out where they're biting. Roscoe's. It's where everyone goes. Local and national sports, news and updates, information
1: you can't get anywhere else, plus a full line of WKTY podcasts, it's all at WKTYsports.com. Sign up for the WKTY Sports Blast, courtesy of Blue Honey Biofuels, and absolutely free sports information email once a day on our website, WKTYsports.com. Check out old high school games in high definition, WKTYsports.com, the best local and national sports site you can
4: find. The air cools, colors change, the bluffs and the woodlands transform into that familiar look of fall. It's the part of the year you love. Hunting around here is as good as it gets in the Midwest. At Ace Sportsland in Lacrosse, Crosse, I can't wait either. Not only do they offer all the hunting and fishing gear you need, but their staff are also hunters, fishermen, and outdoor enthusiasts. So whether you hunt small game, waterfowl, or whitetails, get your gear from people who share your passion. Ace Sportsland in Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road.
0: ninety 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm your host, Kevin Millard. Thank you for joining me this morning on the show. It is uh, coming up on 826 and uh, looking at uh, a fairly nice day. 65 right now in La Beautiful night for sleeping. Slight chance of rain later on today, but on the whole, it uh, looks like we're going to have a fairly decent weekend to get out there and uh, do some outdoor recreating. And I'm looking forward to it. Fresh air, mm, sunshine, or mm, hazy sunshine. (laughs) So, something like that anyway. Just just, to feel the breeze blowing through what's left of my hair. So, something like that anyhow. (laughs) Anyhow, uh, let's get back to uh, the the main topic of of chat this morning here, and that is uh, talking a little bit about uh, some fall fishing for perch. And uh, like I guess I, you know I, I thought it would be worth some uh, some time, uh, spending some time talking about uh, uh, catching these fine fighters and tasty morsels this morning here. And perhaps one of the reasons why they're so tasty is is that they're in the same family as the the walleye and sauger, which uh, um, mm, ooh, walleye place? Yeah, that does sound kind of good. I'm in rushed out that I skipped breakfast here so I'm going to be and here I am talking about fishing and eating and I'm like okay well, that yeah fish sandwich for breakfast eh, yeah okay well whatever <laughs> anyhow um but anyway yeah it, it, the perch are in the same family as walleye and sauger uh not of course that they they look anything alike um but uh, uh like their family members or their other family members perch do tend to uh a school up in a body of water, so you know if you do find one. Hey, the cool thing is, is that uh, the, the odds are pretty good that that there are some more down below, just uh, waiting for your bait. You know, and certainly you should hopefully be able to mark them on your uh, electronics if you have them. If not, hey, you can get them from shore as well because uh, this is a great time of year uh, for for perch fishing because the perch are starting to move into shallower water here. And I, I was looking at, at my notes and, and some of the fishing reports earlier here too, and and uh, you know, it's exactly what they're doing. Um, you know, you, you know, but in general, you know, this time of year, you're gonna you're, you know, you may find them in, in a little deeper water, but as a general rule, they're gonna be starting to work that shallow water. And uh the reports I was seeing anyway, you know, five to seven feet. But you know, I guess you know, it's all kind of relative to to where, uh, you know. To whatever particular body of water you, you happen to be fishing, of course. But you know, shallower is is kind of what you need to be thinking here. Um, you, you know, in uh, a place, and, and right now too, especially uh, someplace you know like the uh, like that bay up by the lock and dam. Um, that's you know, and I haven't fished that for a while now. Uh, but you know, that's the kind of place where. Um, You can find, and I've seen some really nice perch pulled out of there. Anyway, you know, there's the other thing too is that there's some deeper water nearby, but you know, a lot of that water is, a lot of that area, I should say, is shallow enough for them to find, still find a meal, um, and hopefully it will be attached to your hook. Um, (laughs) But but like I said, you know, the the cool thing is that this time of year, um, both the shore angler and the boating one. And enjoy perch fishing. Uh, like I said, I mean, you know, if you, yeah, you can, you know, have a boat and, and fish someplace like that little bay or one of those little backwater sloughs. But you know, the the shore guy, if you know, he can still do the same thing. You know, he can still cast it out there and and uh, still do pretty well. You know, so it, it, yeah, it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's great to have the boat. Great to have the electronics and everything. But it's not the not necessarily the be all and end all, especially you know, for perch here, but you know, really a lot of different species. They're moving up uh, a little shallower this time of year if you can get to some of that uh uh timber cover from shore, you know, obviously the crappie bite, uh probably find some bluegills in some of that cover as well. So um, you know, those are you know, gonna be great places to uh to check out. Again, like I said, from shore. Um, Obviously, you might need a boat to get some of those backwater areas there uh down on the, uh, as you know, we head further down on the to the south here and some of the backwater areas of the Mississippi. But, um you know, again, those are those are accessible as well. Nothing says you can't take a boat and, you know, anchor the boat up and trudge out on shore and check out some of the shoreline. Who knows? You know, but again, kind of equal right now. So. Assuming that, of course, the the you can find you know the right conditions, of course. So again, uh, we'll just put that in there. But yeah, you know, it's it's great uh, right now. They're up, they're going to be out hunting for food. So you know, while you may start out with only one or two fish, chances are there are some more nearby, and you know they'll move around cruising through the area that you're working. So you know, once you catch one. Uh, you know, it's kind of important to get that bait back in the water pretty quickly, so uh, you can take advantage of them while they're there, because they do tend to move around anyway. Um, one other place too, and this is a, a, probably something for the the, the boater here, um, is a uh, where they could be hanging out is just uh, along a weed line or, or a hole in a weed bed. Um, again, uh, like most of the other fish. Uh, out there, they're gonna be uh, chasing after small bait fish, so, you know, as, as that, those schools of bait fish cruise through the weeds, and, uh, you know, they they'll be, you know, that's the easiest meal for them to find, so, they'll be chomping down on that stuff. So, um, another thing to keep in mind, too, is that, uh, I guess right now, in the morning here, um are, and in the afternoon as well, uh, you know they're the peak feeding times for uh, for perch, so they're sight feeders they need that sunlight in order to see their meal um, so you know once the sun comes up, they put the feed bag on uh, once that light kind of penetrates, starts penetrating the water and and then of course then they um, kind of taper off take a break, relax, put their fins up, watch a little TV um, you know and uh <laughs> Once we get to nighttime here, so uh, but yeah, then they they do become uh, inactive. Um, one last thing too is that uh, um, perch are a species that that aren't affected as much as others by weather. Um, so if you do find them in one spot before a front moves in, uh, odds are are that they're they're going to be in the same area afterwards. I don't really think, at least not in the next you know we're going to see the bottom drop out of the temperature in the next... Eh, yeah, where is it here? You know, we're going to start to see the temperature sort of bottom out here starting uh, uh, tomorrow night, um, you know, so that, you know, a little cooler front's going to start moving in. But, again, perch aren't necessarily going to be affected quite as much by the weather as other fish. So, again, once that, you know, if you find them in one spot, say, Sunday... Uh, you know, and, and the high is going to be around seventy, and Monday's high is going to be sixty. You know, so you know, that front or whatever, if you find them in one place, you know, on Sunday, they, they should still be there come come Monday uh, as well. It, again, it's all going to be dependent on what they, you know, have for food source. You know, if the the baitfish are still hanging around in the area, yeah, they'll uh, they will be there. Um, you know, they might move, a,
3: you know, a little bit.
0: But you know, not you know, from one side of a you know the main channel to the other side. You know, it, it's nothing nothing extreme. They're going to be just kind of in that same general area. So you've got a a starting point anyway. If you're finding them one day and, and going back the next anyhow. So um, and the the great news too is uh, 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 like pan you know the other panfish the bluegills and things like that uh, you know. This is the time of year where you can really catch some nice jumbo perch. I mean it's just man uh, I, I, this is the, always the time of year when I see the pictures of of just some absolutely incredible, and just dropped it. Uh, just simply for color wise uh and for looks you know perch i think are are some of the most attractive looking fish uh out there um but yeah there there this is the time of year when the uh the big fish are going to be uh uh you know schooling up and, and looking for uh for those meals and uh again and since perch are, are sight fish it stands to reason that uh, uh one way to get the the perch to your bait is to use uh uh like kind of like you know they are they're they're colorful uh but one way to get the uh, the perch to your bait is use something colorful uh a bright color or a tractor lure to to bring the fish in um, and and I guess it kind of depends, you know. But the, 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 uh, several are, you know, you could use one of several anyway, uh, you know, white or orange or chartreuse or so forth. Um, and as fish are want to do, they can uh, they can be picky. Uh, so you know, you may need to have a, a variety of colors available, just because uh, you know what uh, works today isn't going to work tomorrow. So. Uh, I, I think uh, one other thing I'd maybe throw in too is just some kind of a, a, a silver or something along those lines, just to kind of uh, some of those uh, small shad and small little baitfish. They, they you know they reflect sort of that whitish silver uh, hue when you see them in the in the water there too. So I think that that's probably not a bad color to, to have in the, the tackle box as well if you're throwing out like maybe a little. Uh, uh, crankbait or something along those lines as well. And and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute here, too. Um, But, uh, um, you know, a small little jig of some kind or another, something with a a white or a silverish uh, uh, color in there or some silver fleck, something along those those lines is kind of what I'm talking about, too. And and you don't need, if if you're going to use jigs and, and, you know, worms or something along that, or, you know, a, a little minnow or something like that, you know you're not needing a, a huge uh size jig here either you know a, a 64th or a 32nd of an ounce uh jig will uh, will work quite nicely um and here again too uh, is some uh, that I'll, I'll do sometimes too is just uh I'll it's september but I'll break out the uh uh ice fishing jigs and uh you, you got to get them ready in the next, you know, out ice fishing in the next couple of weeks. Might as well grab them now and, and make sure that they're all there and take advantage of them. But, yeah, you know, it, again, uh, uh, this is where you can use some of those uh, ice fishing jigs and,
4: um, you know,
0: hey, they will, uh, it's got a hook on it, it will catch fish. Well, it's supposed to anyway. Well, <laughs> it's a little more complicated, than but you know what I mean. But Yeah, I mean, you know, Besides, fish can't read the calendar. They don't know that it's uh, it's September, uh, late September and early October here. So, but yeah, you're thinking smaller sizes. Uh, uh, another thing too uh, that uh, that that works as well uh, are uh, fishing for perch with small jigging spoons. Again, uh, small here a thirty-second, a sixteenth, or an eighth of an ounce are all uh, uh, workable sizes for uh, for these. Um, and if you do use a spoon. You may want to think about either like replacing the treble hook with a uh, maybe a single hook or uh, or just uh um, you know lop off a couple of the barbs off the off the treble to make it a little easier to handle the fish um I know some people prefer to use the spoon that way just so they're not you know they don't gulp down that whole that treble hook and it just makes for a pain to get out sometimes so uh there is uh there is that option as well, uh, and uh, let's see here. oops, uh, Rather than than jigging, um, you know, some anglers prefer to cover more ground by maybe doing a little trolling as well. Uh, you aren't going to have to use, you know, maybe adapt all that much. Uh, you know, some fishermen uh, prefer to cover. Uh, you know, you prefer to use maybe just a little bit heavier jig head uh, to get it down into the target zone. You know, so. You know rather than like a, a thirty second or 60, maybe you know bump it up to a uh an eighth ounce uh that's a uh, a common size that uh, i think anglers use um so there's uh, there's that option as well and again uh you know you know picking them out on the on your electronics um is uh, is gonna be key uh, you know you find them in that area and then just uh, drop that and roll right through there um what do you use for bait? Another good question. Anything that you would normally use for panfish, that's uh, that's what, really. Uh, live bait of your choosing, of course, whether it's, you know, small minnows, uh, worms, waxies, uh, you name it. Uh, this is one time where artificials maybe aren't going to work as well as, uh, as live bait. Um, and that's just, uh, you know, that's just the way the fish prefer it. Um, yeah, you can use little I, I think you can maybe use little crankbaits you know. Um certainly would be worth a try anyway. I've really never done that, but I think it would be uh you know, maybe with a little dropper hook or something with a little you know, maybe a little chunk of minnow on it or a chunk of nightcrawler or something along those lines that uh um yeah, that might be kind of uh interesting to try, a little different spin on things. Um but as a as a um General rule, when it comes to baiting, smaller is better. You know, perch don't want large chunks of bait. They just, they kind of want bite-sized pieces. They like their food cut up, you know, like when we were kids. You know, you got to cut up the, you know, things like that. Um, I don't know if they need their toast trimmed around the edges, but we'll next time I talk to a perch, we'll, I'll, I'll ask. But anyhow, um, but yeah, you know, just a, a little chunk of night crawler or, or a, a smaller minnow. Um, and just uh, you know, drop that on the uh, on the hook there. Uh, and once on the hook, look for the bottom of uh, whatever body of water you happen to be on. Uh, and, and it's a, a general rule, like I said, the the perch are working uh, in shallower water this time of year, but are going to be kind of feed on focus. You're going to be more focused on um, on the bottom part of the the water column. You know. Um, so you know, maybe start out say a foot or so off the bottom and, and move up or down depending on what kind of action you get. Um, you know, perch are again can be a finicky fish anyway, or at least I found them to be. And uh, so really, uh, you know, even a few inches sometimes, uh, you know, or even a, a foot. You know, if you're you're you know you're fishing a foot off the bottom and move it up to two feet or something along those, even that you know just it, it doesn't seem like a huge difference, but it can. Uh, it can make a world of difference. So that's, uh, uh, and, and I think, you know, if, if you know the fish are there and they're having a little trouble, you know, you're, you're kind of trying to get dialed in or whatever. Again, I think that's maybe one of the times when, when you've got a, uh, the boater does have a bit of an advantage. You can see where the, the fish are, are, are biting and, and, can get dialed in a little bit faster than the, uh, than the shore angler without the electronics anyway. But, um, that, the, you know, once you get dialed in then then I think you're all set. Uh you know, and as far as tackle is concerned, you aren't gonna need anything really that special to to catch perch. Uh rod wise, anything from uh uh an ultralight to a, a medium. Um obviously you're gonna want a something a little uh yeah, I don't know if you'd want to use an ultralight for trolling. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um I suppose you could you could, but <laughs> How well it would work, I don't know. Um, you know, so a little bit, a little bit heavier rod, I should say, if you're going to be doing some trolling. Uh, but a fast rod tip is certainly important to uh, to have on the rod to uh, uh, detect those sensitive perch bites, and that's something I I, I haven't mentioned anyway. And that that it <laughs> can be little thieves. <laughs> there's there's no doubt about that, but. Uh, um, so that's uh, that they they have a very they can have a very light bite sometimes and that's what I I think that's one of the reasons why I have I, I'm always challenged to to you know to catch them anyway uh, is that uh, again they have a a really light bite um, but depending on the size uh, of the rod anyway back to it here uh, depending on the size you know a five and a half foot to six and a half foot rod should do the trick. You know, if you've got something, you know, a seven-footer that, you know, medium, uh, that's, you know, that can work as well. But uh, I, I, I'm thinking you're, you're, I'm thinking on the lighter side here. Um, you know, that's uh, for everything else. Really, kind of like uh, your line for jigging or shore fishing or drifting along in the boat. You know, four to six pound test is, is plenty for the job. Um, if you want to, you know, maybe do some trolling, maybe move up a notch to. You know, eight pound or something along those lines. Uh, but lighter is, is better when it comes to, uh, to the line. Also, you know, light hooks, uh, as well, uh, to, uh, you know, if you're, you're fishing just, uh, you know, uh, minnows or things like that. And, and I talked about jig heads, uh, uh, a little bit as well. Uh, but yeah, you know, lighter, you know, if you're just using a, a bare hook or something along those lines with the, uh chunk of night crawler on or something along those lines. Yeah, a you know, six or an eight or something along those lines will uh will do the trick. Uh maybe a little split shot on there to uh help get it down to where it needs to be and again you just want to put enough on there just to get that bait close to the bottom. Um, and there's nothing that says you can't, you know, sort of tick the bottom once in a while as well to uh uh maybe energize those fish and engage those fish just a little bit too. Um Something else to think about. Um uh, kind of finish this off here too. Uh, you know, small bobber or slip bobber is another element, uh, kind of crucial for, uh, uh, detecting subtle bites from perch. I, you know, this is one of those times where I like those, those pencil bobbers. Uh, those really to me anyway, I, I, for me anyway, I, I find that they're very easy to see the, to see the bite as opposed to this, you know, the traditional red and white bobber or something along those lines. And um, yeah, you could certainly use a, a slip bobber as well. But uh, um, that's that's what I guess my particular preference is. Um, but again, yeah, you want something that's that's going to be uh, small enough that will uh, detect again those uh, those light bites from the perch. Uh, on the plus side, when they are active. I mean, <laughs> they can hammer a bait and let you know pretty quickly they're there. Other times, yeah, they're they're little pickpockets. So um, it's uh that's what kind of makes them fun anyway. That's uh, what makes them a challenge for me anyhow. So, but yeah, I guess to kind of to wrap this up, you know, if, if you're looking for some fun fall action, yeah, just get out there and, and try some some perch fishing. You know, you don't need anything, you know, extra fancier, you know. Different probably from what you've got to uh, uh, certainly enjoy the experience and um, again if if you've got the kids along too perch are wonderful fish for uh, beginning kids uh, beginning fishermen um, you know when the the bite really gets going and, and you get them you find that that active school of fish um, boy you know you can you and the, your kid or kids can just have a, a great time reeling those fish in. Yeah. You know, and it's fun for the kids and you know it's fun for the older uh more experienced uh (laughs) I'm not gonna say old, but uh you know, more experienced angler. So uh definitely something you want to think about this weekend. The perch bite, like I said, the reports I'm seeing are are uh just fabulous right now. So get on out there and uh get perch fishing a try this weekend. It is coming up on eight forty eight. I'm gonna take a short break and be back as WKTY Outdoors continues in just a few moments on WKTY,
4: 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask.
3: Uh, kids, you spent your autumns bobbing for apples. While you were belly up to that trough, I was hanging off the side of a boat bobbing for fish. I never did catch one, though. Years later, some guy tells me to go to Roscoe's Live Bait. They helped me find a pole, tackle, and a whole bunch of other goodies, too. And wouldn't you know it? That made fishing a whole lot easier. Fall fishing is even better when you don't fall in.
4: Cast your line as the air cools with Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma. Stop in to get the gear you need and to find out where they're biting. Roscoe's. It's where everyone goes.
2: business drive with integrated marketing solutions. Putting so in top of mind, get your sales growth in motion with Midwest Family.
1: If you like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. If a fighter loses by decision, he has to stand in the middle of the octagon while the sound system plays a thundering, booming rendition of Finish Him while the winner gets one shot on the loser. And to all those armchair virologists, take a pill. Why don't you please go back to baking bread? or putting puzzles together. Sincerely. Setting up a speakeasy CrossFit gym. Hoarding protein powder. Stimulus check fraud. Tap out. Don't miss
3: that Jim Rome
1: show. Weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY.
4: From the woodlands to the bluffs, along the riverbanks and lakesides, you welcome those cool autumn colors as they creep their way in. Fall fishing is on your mind. The walleyes begin to move, and you're ready for steady action. At Ace Sportsland in Lacrosse, they're just as excited. Not only do they sell the fishing gear you need, they use it, too. They're sportsmen just like you. Fall brings some of the year's best fishing, so get out there. But first, get to Ace Sportsland in Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road. Enjoy fall one cast at a time.
0: WKCY, ninety six seven f m five eighty a m welcome back to wkcy outdoors it's eight fifty one and the program is brought to you by roscoe's live bait in Toma and ace of lacrosse uh, sportsland in the Shelby mall on the south side of lacrosse and like the commercial said yeah fall fishing is great this time of year and uh, if you're looking to get out on the water anyway there's uh, a new easier way to to do so uh just uh Got some notes here from the uh, the city of Lacrosse, the uh, Parks, Rec, and Forestry Department announced that the uh, All Abilities Canoe and Kayak Launch uh, is now uh, open up by uh, Veterans Freedom Park, uh, the boat launch up there on the uh, the north side of Lacrosse, there uh, across from Copeland Park, um, and the uh, the launch there. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of it right now. It's got some, uh, uh, you know, it's got the handrails and steps to uh, allow anyone to uh, to safely enter the water uh, at the uh, at the landing there. And it uh, looks uh, very, very nice. The launch was uh, uh, possible through uh, a couple of grants through the Mayo Clinic Health System Inclusive Health and Recreation, an award from the uh, Mayo Clinic Health and Health System Inclusive Health and Recreation Award, a uh, DNR Recreation Boating Facilities grant, and... Uh, uh, Waterworks Dock and Boat Lifts Incorporated. So that uh, uh, again, that's uh, available for use up by the uh, uh, Veterans Freedom Park boat landing there. I think uh, a- at least when I've been up in that area anyway, they certainly uh, certainly see your share of canoes and kayaks up there, and that's uh, that's very very nice. It's uh, it's a good to see. Uh, some other news from the uh, the world of outdoors. To uh, continue managing walleye populations across the state, the uh, Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources is uh, starting work updating the Walleye Management Plan uh, through a series of regional public meetings and surveys. Uh, And uh, last, it's been, what, 22 years? Uh, It was last completed in 1998. Uh, The current Walleye Management Plan serves as a guide for one of the most, uh, certainly one of the most sought after fish uh, in Wisconsin and uh, it outlines goals and strategies for walleye management um, and what the DNR is looking to do here with the updating process. Uh, it's going to include a review of the existing plan, uh, an analysis of available data and trends, and certainly public input on uh, angling and management preferences. So, uh, but... Uh, it, uh, the DNR is, is looking for public input on stocking priorities, regulation acceptance, and uh, agency resource allocation, among other things. And I'm, I'm looking at a, re- a, a release here from the, the DNR. Um, but, uh, again, they're going to be looking at, uh, again, some, some different meetings here, uh, online meetings. So, uh, you know, you'd, you'd be able to uh, participate uh, electronically from the comfort of your own home. Um, but, uh, you know, it'll, they'll be, uh, they'll be taking comments from the public on walleye management preferences, uh, in the forums, uh, some detailed random mail and online surveys of fishing license holders, uh, to, uh, uh scientifically gauge angler attitudes about management options, and then, of course, uh, a series of regional meetings and, and around the state for, uh, uh the management of the, uh, of the species here. Uh, the first meeting is, is, for up north, like in, you know, Bayfield and Douglas and Ashland counties, uh in far northern Wisconsin here. That's on October thirteenth. But um I'm trying to keep you up to date on, on uh some of the meetings if there are any in you know a little closer to here anyway. So uh but yeah, it's uh they're uh, in the process of getting that updated here after you know just kind of moving along here. We'll see what happens, and we'll keep you updated on the uh, local meetings on that. It is 8.55. Take one last break. Be back in just a moment to wrap up WKTY Outdoors in just a couple of moments on
4: WKTY 96. seven FM, 580
3: AM. WKTY
4: Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask.
3: Uh, kids. You spent your autumn bobbing for apples. While you were belly up to that trough, I was hanging off the side of a boat bobbing for fish. I never did catch one, though. Years later, some guy tells me to go to Roscoe's Live Bait. He helped me find a pole, tackle, and a whole bunch of other goodies, too. Wouldn't you know it? That made fishing a whole lot easier. Fall fishing is even better when you don't fall in.
4: Cast your line as the air cools with Roscoe's Live Bait and Toma. Stop in to get the gear you need and to find out where they're biting. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes.
1: My name is Bryce Crowley. I'm a design consultant, project manager for Kitchen Solvers.
4: And I'm Jim from Signpro.
1: We've got both vans that we that we use to operate. Yeah, they're both wrapped.
4: Good design is something we really appreciate.
1: We've got big graphics on them, big colorful kitchen pictures that draw people's attention. And we have people call all the time, yeah, we saw your van. We want you to come look at our kitchen, so.
4: You know, Bryce, you bring up a really good point. You don't need a huge fleet to make vehicle wrapping effective. You have two vans wrapped. But they still really impact your image.
1: Image is everything when it comes to a business. Get compliments on them all the time. A
4: good vehicle wrap is an investment in your business.
1: Most definitely investment. We get calls frequently that people saw our van, and and that's how we get the word of mouth. Our two installers, yeah, they're in there every day, so it's pretty much home for them. Being able
4: to to look sharp going down the road is, is important to them. So to upgrade your company image and your mobile office, you know where to go. Air cools, colors change, the bluffs and woodlands transform into that familiar look of fall. It's the part of the year you love. Hunting around here is as good as it gets in the Midwest. At Ace Sportsland in La Crosse, they can't wait either. Not only do they offer all the hunting and fishing gear you need, but their staff are also hunters, fishermen, and outdoor enthusiasts. So whether you hunt small game, waterfowl, or whitetails, get your gear from people who share your passion. Ace Sportsland in Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road. If you're a sports fan, you can't
1: afford to miss the Dan Patrick Show on WKTY.
4: I got the feeling,
0: aside from Kawhi, everybody else on that Clippers team felt like they had won a championship before. Like they had a whole lot of swag and they had no reason to have swag. They hadn't accomplished
1: anything. And they still have. Kawhi obviously did in San Antonio, obviously did last year in Toronto. Didn't show up in the fourth quarter.
0: Here's Kawhi Leonard. We're ready to quit. Uh, christen Kawhi Leonard is the best player in the game. Hey, historically, how will we look at Kawhi if he wins the title? Three titles, three different teams. Kawhi Leonard, great player. Didn't show up last night. Paul George, good player. Did not show up last night. Kawhi Leonard deserves blame. We gave him credit. Boy, we go out of our way to give Kawhi credit. He deserves blame,
1: too. Don't miss the Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings 9 to 11 on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Roll
2: and I'll just feel something.
0: WKTY 96.7 FM 580 AM Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors It's 8.59 Just got a few seconds left to go I want to thank you again very much for listening to the program this morning I uh, hope you uh, hope you get a chance to try uh, a little walleye or Not walleye fishing But perch uh, fishing this weekend uh, They are again some, uh, some dynamite fish to, uh, uh, to catch Always put up a good tussle Not to mention the fact that uh, Mm. Awesome. Fine eating. No doubt about it. But regardless, hope you get a chance to get outside and enjoy some of the uh, the, the beauty that we have here in the Cooley region. And by all means, if you do get the opportunity, take the kids along. Teach them the joys of the outdoors. I'm Kevin Millar. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors.
1: Wisconsin to sports Touchdown! WKTY Lacrosse, 967 FM, 588.